to the Star Wars Brothers Podcast. I'm Cliff Boyd, and I'm here with John Boyd. That's me. And Drew Shepard. Good evening. From Transylvania. (laughs) One, two, three. Three I thought he was was doing a hondo impression there. It kind of sounds the same. Oh, maybe. Yeah. No, hondo doesn't sound like a like a vampire. Kind of does. Hang on. Is the Count in Sesame Street a vampire? Yes. He has a fang that's hanging out. So he drinks people's blood. He drinks their numbers. Ah, ah, I don't know. (laughs) Just because he has a fang. Isn't that kind of like profiling against vampires? Oh, it totally is. But I profile all my (laughs) markets. He has a lot of bats that fly around him. He does. I think signs point to vampire. I have never thought about this before. (laughs) I believe that the Count is a blood-sucking vampire. Right? I think so. Well, sure. Yeah, I mean, Sesame Street's very inclusive. You know, we we want everyone to live in harmony, even the vampires. Yeah. I wonder if that's what happens to the... uh, Right. But you know, like the, like the neighborhood people have definitely changed since the original airing of Sesame Street, right? Maybe that explains it. I, I thought you were setting this up for a joke. I, <laughs> no. No. I think uh, Unsolved Mysteries of Sesame Street. The Count. never Probably, probably never called a vampire, but obviously a vampire. Yeah. He's a Count. Yeah, but he sounds like a vampire. Look at the color of his cloth skin. So what He's is not count? aged in 30 years. He's a Muppet. He's a vampire Muppet. Right, but what is a count? A count? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that a designation in like fancy society, like a duke, well, a, a count, a baron? A, like Count Dooku. Yeah. Count. Dude, is he and a he Sith? Is, that's what I was thinking. He's a Sith vampire. Oh, Sith vampire. That sounds awesome. I would love to see Sith vampires. That would be great. No, I actually would love that idea. Yeah, we, we have, you know, we have zombies in the Star Wars universe. Why not vampires? Yeah. I bet there's vampires in the Star Wars universe. I bet there's vampires. And ghosts. Yeah. You know? Have we had ghosts? Yeah. I got Jenny. Force ghosts. Yeah. 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 Force ghosts for sure. I don't know about like haunting ghosts. I don't know. There's some swirly things with the Night Sisters and all. Mm, some kind of spirit force. But I think we were supposed to presume that's force related, right? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's force. I don't know. Count that. Count, uh, count, count Duke. <laughs> the Count from Sesame Street <laughs> is a Sith vampire. That's what we have, I think, concluded here. So, Drew, what's going on with you lately? So two big things, one good, one, eh, okay. Um, actually, it's not that great at all, but I'll start with a good one. Amy and I have started watching the Marvel, Marvel movies. I think I mentioned this. Um, we're having a real fun time with that. Uh, you know, just, I never thought she would get into these. So it is so much fun for me to just be able to watch them with her. We just finished the the first Avengers, so we went all the way up to that, watched Avengers, 
um, and then Iron Man 3, and then the, the first two Guardians of the Galaxy. And I really wasn't expecting her to like Guardians of the Galaxy, but like, you know, you know, your profile, John, your stereotypical white female, you know, that loves her pumpkin spice latte too. She also loves baby Groot. And so she's like, oh, he's so cute. He's so cute. Oh, look. And I was like, you know, this is, this is the attraction. Okay. That, that's fine. As long as you watch them, I don't care. <laughs> um, so that's been fun watching all those and hopefully we're going to watch a few more this week. Um, the bummer side I had to do my taxes. Uh, yeah, and when you end up paying the government, that's not so. Yeah, that stinks. Well, I guess on my taxes this year, I'm going to get a little boost because I had a um, child born in 2020, yeah. and so I didn't get stimulus for her. So I guess they'll send that to me. Um, uh, when I do my taxes, that'll be nice. I don't know if that means I'll get money back or pay. Who knows? It's different for me every year. Well, I'm super pumped about Amy watching through the Marvel movies. Um, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. And what order did you decide and why did you decide on that order? We got to get this out. Okay. So we went with the chronological order and the whole reason behind that was we're doing pure chronological and I, I want to try and make as many connections as easy as possible for her so for example ronan if you remember him and see what was he in he was in guardians of the galaxy he was also in captain marvel um and so you you know you get to see him in captain marvel which takes place before guardians of the galaxy and so she's able to make these connections a little bit easier whereas when i saw him in captain marvel i was like Oh yeah, I vaguely remember that guy from from Guardians. I'll have to go back, you know. And so, it just makes it easier to tie some of those characters that you see in the beginning, uh, and just a little bit more of their background because that's really big for her. She likes to know the background of people and how they got to who they are. Um, that's one of the reasons she said she loved Guardians too so much. You know, you get the background on Quill, Gamora, Nebula, so you get just a ton of it and that's really big to her is having a background so she can actually invest in the character so that was sort of the purpose behind doing it chronologically for us so which ones have you seen so far do you want me to list them all or just up to no just the ones you've seen so far oh um yeah that's, i mean it'll take you five seconds even if you listed 20 of them it's not going to take that long <laughs> let's see. captain hulk, america captain america hulk, hulk for cap oh you muted yourself drew um iron man one two three hang on hang on hang on we missed it captain america <laughs> oh captain marvel captain marvel thor okay thor dark world okay uh guardians one and two uh-huh avengers i think that guardians one and two happened before avengers is that the way they do no it? they happened after i'm just, they I'm just going in the order okay. that's coming to my head right away okay all right that seems cool yeah, I'm normally a release order kind of guy. We talked about it some, but I tried not to, I tried not to pressure you too hard or make you feel too bad about picking chronological. So I'd be interested how it, uh, how it is chronologically on a first-time viewing. But ever since you've told me that, Drew, and you told me that the other day, it's been making me want to go back and watch them again. Um, 
I I want to watch them in chronological order. It, it hadn't even been that long, but I'm just getting the itch. I'm just ready to go. Yeah. Uh, ready to go watch them through. Um, I guess we're getting, uh, is it three or four movies that are going to release this year in the MCU? Something like that. It's like ones they saved from last year, plus some additional ones. And then we're getting, you know, WandaVision's coming out right now, and I'm not caught up on it, but it looks pretty cool. We're getting Falcon and the Winter Soldier soon. We're getting just a, a ton of marvel stuff it's about to come out uh so really this is an awesome time to be doing that true and i am uh, taking your her advice. Up. i am going okay. to take your advice i stopped watching wandavision and i'm gonna wait till we're done with the movies yeah and then i'm gonna try and get her to watch them there you too. go we'll, yeah. we'll i think see. she's gonna we'll i see. think she's gonna like wandavision i think she'll like wandavision okay. it seems like more her mo I don't know. She might be weirded out by it, frankly. But, um, John, have you seen any WandaVision yet? Yeah, so I saw the first episode. I'm going to watch them all, but I'm not hooked. Okay. All right. I was hooked after episode one. So I'm only two episodes no, in. I'm, I'm quite a bit behind right now. But, um, but I mean, I'll John, watch anything new with for you? Sure. Yeah. Uh, hey, actually, I, uh, before you do that, hang on, hang on, hang on. Luke is screaming his head off. It's Shauna doesn't seem to be doing anything about it. So I need to go address that. Why don't y'all just hang out for a minute while I do that? You can talk about something. And if it's interesting, I might even leave it in and let our listeners. <laughs> oh, you're you definitely leave it in. <laughs> you don't want to edit. But it might, it might be a little while. I don't know. I might be 10 minutes or so, honestly. So I apologize. Uh, let me just go see if I can take care of this. So, John, I'm actually with you. Um, I, I watched the first two episodes of WandaVision. Yep. And at the end of the second one, my my thought was, this is almost unwatchable. I I, I don't even care to continue watching this at this point. Um, even though I love the MCU, I, I, you know, I love the idea of them doing it with with those characters. I'm just. Oh, yeah. It was like, ugh, I feel like I'm making myself watch it, not just be- I not not wanting to watch it. Um, and I'm so, going to, because I'm so invested in the MCU, but not a huge fan at this point. Yeah, yeah, May, you know, maybe with Amy watching it, it'll be she might be more interested in seeing it. So, but and, you know. Yeah. And I like the old school movie or the old school shows like Bewitched, I Love mm-hmm. Lucy. You know, I, I grew up loving those. But at this point, it almost seems like it's it's too much of a stretch. Like yeah. they're trying too hard to try and do that. So, yeah, and I watched it with Jessica, my wife, and uh, she was like, I feel like we just wasted an hour of our life on this yeah. show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like hard to argue, but I'm going to watch it. So I just don't know when it's, yeah, uh, it wasn't that entertaining, mm-hmm. but hopefully everything will come together and it will be, I don't know. We'll see. You know, it has been more entertaining than I thought it would be was after your recommendation or I don't know if it was a full on recommendation, but your, um, you're commenting a few weeks ago about how you watched the the Lego Star Wars movie. Oh yeah, 
I found that on Disney Plus, and I'm like, okay, well, we'll just give this a shot one day. I was having lunch. I found myself actually busting out laughing several times. Yeah. <laughs> so was the like, uh, the Christmas special. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. Good humor there. Yeah, I forget what the day is called that they have it have it on. Like not like Earth Day, but whatever Spirit Day, whatever yeah. it is made up thing they did but <laughs> i was like yeah this is kind of fun how they all how they all meet each other and just basically hijinks ensue so mm-hmm. now another one and i'm not a fan i've never seen never seen any of this show but since it was a star wars special i watched it uh was is a phineas and ferb oh yeah uh, uh, star wars have you seen that so I have seen a lot of those episodes, but I've never seen that one. So it's on Disney Plus, too. It's a Star Wars Phineas and Ferb. And I've, I've never seen a Phineas and Ferb before then, but I uh, I watched the Star Wars one the other day, so it's pretty good. It starts, off, it starts off like explaining the timeline a little bit, and then it was like, and stop freaking out, none of this is canon. Did um, it really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty good. Oh, man. Let's take a look at that, too. Some funny references and kind of how it's it's taking place in the Star Wars universe uh, while, like, movie events are going on. It's mm-hmm. happening as well. So, pretty cool. I hear uh, I hear something. I hear it doesn't I saw, sound like it's getting any calmer. Yeah. I saw them. I saw Shauna, Claire, and Luke tonight um, at a Bible study. I think Cliff was, I know he was helping somebody move some stuff. But I saw them tonight. Luke, they they were wild. They were so wild. There was seven <laughs> or eight kids. Um, and they were, they were all playing upstairs at a friend's house. And, you know, we're downstairs in the Bible study, and you could just hear, like, the boom, boom. I was like, oh, yeah. What what just fell? Like, that wasn't a, <laughs> a light thud either. That, that was a a child slamming something to the floor. <laughs> well, that's kind of here. Uh, we're in an older house, and the floors upstairs are wood, and so everything that happens upstairs sounds extremely loud. Mm. So when the kids are up there playing, it's it's crazy. We had some friends of ours just moved recently um, to North Carolina. They've had so many issues with their house. Uh, I think they said the foundation, that it basically needs a new foundation. It's so cracked. Ugh. Needs a new foundation. Pipes are busted. Um, they need a new roof. And I feel terrible for them. But at the same time, I was like, I thought they required an inspection for that type of stuff. Yeah. But I'm like, I, you know, I would seriously look into getting out of that if you could. <laughs> yeah. We've had a lot of issues too, but nothing that's nothing too crazy. Some things I knew would be issues just from the inspection, but I was like, yeah, those are issues I can live with for a while. I, yeah. Well, I fix it. Yeah. If I knew when he was coming back, I'd be like, let's just act like we're in the middle of talking about episode like three or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it has been a busy week. My boss and his boss came this week. 
Oh yeah. And it was not fantastic. So No oh, man. I'm sorry about that. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> A lot of changes gonna have to take place or No, not really. Just I've I've been enrolled here for about five months and uh have not really had the the ability to make the changes that I want to make here mm-hmm. in the amount of, in five months. But when you're at that level, uh, it's hard to see things that way. So like I'm over 10 stores. Uh, my boss is over 10 of me. And then oh. his boss is over essentially 1400 stores. Golly. And so it's kind of tough. I mean, it's their job to come in and kind of tear you apart, honestly. So I expected it, but yeah, a lot of work. So do you keep up with some of the other guys that are like under the same boss? Do y'all do anything? Like oh, yeah. Are y'all still yeah. in meetings? And, okay. Yep. Yeah, and then they show up, and I sent them all my everything I knew he was looking at because we never know where he's going next. Mm-hmm. So he spent two days. We went to four of my stores and like three of the four can go fantastic. And then one not go great. And uh-huh. it's just that one that doesn't go great kind of defines the whole visit. So, Oh yeah. That's all, man. It stinks. Yep. So do you have to travel to your stores frequently? Yeah. Try to get to all of them at least twice a month. So, I've got a company car, though, and a, a company credit card to pay for the gas. So it's not too bad. Nice. It's actually, with gas prices going up, that's one thing that I'm like, ah, it's all right. Right. All the travel, yeah. I don't have to pay for it. So. One of the guys tonight was saying that he's going to hopefully be going on a, a trip, a work trip pretty soon. And he's like, yeah, you know, they'll pay for everything. And I said, well, do you have a, a company credit card or per diem? He said, I'm not sure. And I said, find out, because if it's per diem, I usually get a raise that month. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I love it. They, I think it's like 25 bucks for dinner. I was like, I never spend 25 bucks at a dinner mm-hmm. unless it's like an anniversary or a birthday. <laughs> so yeah. I usually come back making money from those trips. So I'm like, yeah, send me. I'll gladly go. <laughs> yeah, my previous job, I... I used the company credit card a lot because I was gone most of the week and it was $50 a day that I could put on it. Um, not including gas. That was just food. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, and Dude, then I was great. in a rental that's car. That's really reasonable. 50 bucks a day. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was in a rental car, different rental car, just about every week. Um, and then, you know, hotels. So I had all the points and stuff that I'd, I'd gather up and we'd take, you know, we took a trip to California for free, stayed in hotels and rental cars and all for free, just for fun. Uh, so you, you would use stuff, your so. credit card and then they would just reimburse you. So that's how you would get the points no, on your no. credit card? No, it, it wouldn't be tied to my credit card. I just sign up for the reward points and register oh, that okay. card. Um, and then when I used my personal one, I'd use my personal card still under that rewards account. Gotcha. Uh, just like it's pretty cool we took a trip to california and uh i mean we stayed in one hotel that it was fifteen hundred dollars a night uh, oh and God. we stayed for free 
because of the points. So oh have like God. a uh, the highest uh, open air restaurant like in in America, right? So it was on like the 79th floor of one of these hotels we stayed at. And it was an open air restaurant. That was kind of cool. Was this in L.A.? Yeah, that one was in L.A. Okay. Yep. Pretty cool. What do y'all think of L.A.? We didn't stay there very long. Um, it was all right. I think uh, we like San Francisco a lot better. Really? Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, San Francisco is really cool. I think if we go back, we'll probably stay in San Francisco or that area the whole time. Mm-hmm. And really, sac- we really like Sacramento. We stayed there our last night, and uh, it was it was a cool town. Hmm. So, I'd be interested in going to Sacramento then, because um, I went to L.A. and spent I think two or three days there once um, before I went to Japan. I just wanted like a few days to just chill over there, and I, it was all right. I, I saw. Um, what, do you, does Craig Ferguson, does that name even mean anything to you? He was one of the no. late night shows. He was Scottish. Oh, okay. Um, uh, I saw like his show one night, you know, just did touristy things over there. That, and so it was pretty cool. I thought the traffic was just terrible. Gosh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. People yeah. do that every day. Um, and then we ended up going to San Francisco about two years ago, Amy and um, me. And we liked it. But again, I, you know, I'm from the Southeast, so the prices were just so outrageous. Oh, yeah. Golly. I I couldn't even park my car at the hotel. They're like, no, we don't even have enough space for you to park your, because it was in downtown San Francisco, like Chinatown area. They're like, I'm staying here, though. They're like, well, you have to pay to park. It's like, okay, well, how much to pay? They're like, $60 a night. It's like, to park my car at the hotel I'm staying at? Are you kidding me? Right. That's how ours were. Yeah. But since they were free, we didn't mind the parking. So sure. Yeah. I you mean, know, we, you know, we valeted everywhere um, just because that was our only expense, that and food. Mm-hmm. Um, and we rented a, a Challenger, a Dodge Challenger. Um, and so we flew into L.A. and then just drove up the coast oh, and then wow. drove over to Sacramento and flew out. So. We stayed, I think, five nights in California, and That's it was a different, nice. different city each night mm-hmm. on our way out. So it was cool. It was really cool. The uh, we stayed in the Sir Francis Drake Hotel in San Francisco. Oh, that's on, neat. Uh, right on Union Square, and it was it's like historic, ridiculously expensive hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really cool though. That's awesome. While we were out there, we Next went to Yosemite. We go. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that to us was like the highlight probably of the trip. Um, man, I loved Yosemite. It was, it was so We didn't beautiful. go there. We went to John Muir. Uh, oh, yeah. To see the Redwoods. Mm-hmm. So. I'm trying to think, because we went to one over there, too. I, I don't remember which one. Was that, was that the big one? Um. <sighs> So it had the really tall ones. So there's there's the really wide redwoods, and then there's mm-hmm. the really tall. And uh, John Muir has more of the really tall ones, not the really not the ones you can like drive through. 
Um, John Muir is where uh, the Battle of Endor was filmed with the Ewoks. What? Oh, that's yeah. cool. So when you're so when you're there, I mean, it looks like Endor, uh, and so that was really cool. Oh man, I'm not sure which one we went to, but no, Muir Woods, or well, that was probably John Muir yeah. then. Yeah, Muir, Muir Woods. Woods. Yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, that's where we went. You went there? Yeah. So that's where mm-hmm. Endor, the Battle of Endor was filmed. I would have to tell you that. That's so great. <laughs> You're like, you know those Ewoks you like? We actually went to where it was filmed. Yeah. yeah. We did that trip, like I said, two years ago. It was, had to go to a conference out in Vegas. And it, it was one of those trips where I was given a presentation. So I went to the conference the hour I was giving the presentation and I never came back again. So. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that, uh, I think we were there. We were there about two years ago mm-hmm. as well. It's probably about the time we were there. It was September. What was that? Jessica? September of 2018. So that's when we were out there. Well, Calif's here. So do you want to get started with episode, the third episode now? Yes. Whatever. But yeah. The third episode. (laughs) (laughs) We're almost done. Was was your conversation interesting enough for a podcast? That's what I want to know. I mean, it had some Star Wars stuff. Okay. This is a little slow, but we know you're not going to go through and edit it. Um, (laughs) And so if you want to just say yes, (laughs) you know what that's from? Say it again. And you're probably white. I can't remember, but it sounds familiar. <laughs> Listeners, if you know what that's from, write in to the Star Wars. Wait, no, not the. Leave the, the off. Star Wars Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. Try to keep it real confusing around here. That's why we don't get any email. <laughs> well, all that's really going on with me, guys, is uh, that I'm making sourdough uh, bread from. now. What's it from? <laughs> Just send the email, the email. Yeah, just send the email, the email. Oh, oh it's from a female. You're doing a Homestar Runner? <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. When he said that last, I'm like, I know that now. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, I'm making sourdough bread. Well, I'm actually not yet. I've been working on a starter. Two ingredients, flour and water. Trying to make it from scratch. Feeding it every day. Making lots of sourdough discard pancakes and eating them and sometimes it's good um sometimes it's delicious but all the time it's a little bit gross <laughs> so i don't know I'm trying to figure it out trying to add it to my diet um but i've been gone a while we've been talking way too long about non-star wars related things um or at least not about the clone wars so let's dive right in drew Drew is actually going to do our plot summary for us this week. So, Drew, uh, tell us what happened in this week's arc. All right. In this week's arc, we have the Young Jedi arc. And in our first episode called The Gathering, Ahsoka takes a team of younglings. Uh, Their names are Petro, Katuni, Biff, Gennady, Zat, and Gungi. Uh, to a planet called Ilum, where they meet Yoda, and it's an ice world there, 
where they're going to be put to the test as younglings um, to prove that they're ready to move on with their training. And now in this ice planet, the purpose is they're going to have to locate their unique light si lightsaber kyber crystal um, before the ice door closes. And they're going to be trapped inside if they don't secure their lightsaber crystal in time. And, you know, each one of them has a dilemma or some kind of trial that they have to overcome through this. And it's going to relate to a, a personality weakness in their character. And so, you know, eventually through several different trials, they each get out and, you know, ultimately the result or what Yoda describes as the purpose behind it is that, you know, they can't, they have to face their fears and they can't be insecure with their feelings. You have to trust your feelings and face your fears. So that's the first episode. The, the second episode is a test of strength. And on their way back from that, those trials at Ilium, they're on their way back to Coruscant to the Jedi Temple. Uh, Ahsoka is escorting them on a cruiser of some kind. And they meet Huang, I think I'm pronouncing that right, uh, who is a droid master at lightsaber crafting. And he helps them understand the process of building, deconstructing and reconstructing lightsabers and how each lightsaber is truly unique for each person. Um, while they're on their way back to Coruscant, their cruiser is intercepted by Hondo, uh, who is certainly after um, something and he is after the kyber crystals because he wants the money that'll come from them. He thinks they're worth a lot of money. And so, you know, the pirates board the ship and they're, the younglings are forced to devise a plan to fight back. And of course, per Star Wars, they end up, end up in the uh, ventilation shafts uh, hiding from him. And, but eventually, you know, Ahsoka, um, through a lot of different things, they come up with a plan, and Ahsoka fights the pirates. And the plan was that while Ahsoka's fighting the pirates, they're going to break the docking station uh, that's holding their cruiser to the pirate ship, uh, forcing the pirates into the vacuum of space, or at least back into their own ship. Well, this partially works, but Ahsoka is actually stuck on Hondo ship. She gets sucked in. Um, and she is now on Hondo's ship, and she is captured. Um, moving on to the third episode, Bound for Rescue. The younglings are all by themselves, well, except for Huang. And they are seeking help from Obi-Wan and the Republic. But the Republic is currently engaged in a battle with Grievous. And their ship is self-destructed, uh, you know, because... They're trying to destroy Grievous, and it's very evident that they're going to lose. So they self-destruct uh, their Republic ship in an attempt to kill Grievous. Um, you know, Obi-Wan escapes. Grievous actually escapes as well. But now Obi-Wan is just sort of floating through space at the moment. So he's not going to be any help here. Uh, so the younglings go to Florum, which is where the pirate hangout is going to be an attempt to save Ahsoka, which they had previously been told not to do by Obi-Wan. Um, their plan is that R2 and Ganudi are going to fix up Huang 
and stay on the ship and be the getaway ship while they go to the base. The rest of the younglings go to the base and save Ahsoka. And on their way there, they're trying to come up with a plan, but as luck would have it, they find a carnival troop that is also going to the base. And so they convince the stage master, the ringleader, if you will, that they are acrobats and he allows them to be in his show. They perform the show in front of the pirates and they escape with Ahsoka, but the pirates are close on their tail trying to pursue them and get them back. Which brings us to the fourth and final episode of the arc, A Necessary Bond. And in this episode, the pirates catch up to our Jedi gang as they're trying to escape. They shoot down their ship and take them all captive again. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's you know, the, the same thing happening here. Um, but before they arrive back at the, um, at, Florham, at the Florham pirate base, they see that there is a separatist droid army there. And at this point, we see Dooku with Hondo and Grievous. And Dooku is going to be having his revenge for that time previously when Hondo had captured him. And so the, the pirates agree slightly reluctantly to help them rescue Hondo and sneak his men out. And that's exactly what they do. They rescue Hondo, they sneak them out, and they hear that Hondo has some secret ships and they're hoping to use those to get off the planet since Grievous has been destroying all of the current pirate ships um you know the pirates and younglings fight back against the separatist army and they split up and one of the younglings and hondo reach his secret base with his ships uh while the others are fleeing from grievous well eventually hondo and you know the younglings meet up and ahsoka is left fighting grievous but hondo helps her out a little bit by trying to shoot grievous uh, to give her a chance to escape and then they arrive back safely at a Republic ship. And of course, Hondo is giving himself the credit for, um, you know, saving, saving the day. And that pretty much wraps it up. Awesome. Thanks. So I have, I have some issues. Um, some questions slash issues. Let's start with the low hanging fruit. Um, how did all of the young Jedi suddenly know how to coordinate a circus act on the fly without having ever practiced anything associated with it at all before? And the answer is, the answer is it doesn't make sense. (laughs) (laughs) There's no good explanation for that. Correct. Yes. I'll agree to that. (laughs) Number two, go, go ahead, John. Yeah. It's kind of like when you're uh, when you're a kid and you're making up something as you go, and then you're like, yeah. "Well, we'll do a, a a circus act, right?" Ta-da! But when you do that as a kid, your circus act is garbage. They were able to like do all these formations and coordinate, and they're throwing each yeah. other up and make. Like, no, that doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. So number two, um, and perhaps more importantly. <laughs> Is this how lightsabers are made? (laughs) Is this the canon lightsaber construction explanation? Because I'll tell you, in the original trilogy, you hear about Luke making his own lightsaber. You know, it's like you just, there's something going on there and it's awesome. You don't know what it is, but it's awesome. This is it. (laughs) 
<laughs> they wander around an ice cave for a crystal and then they have to like just float their parts together that some droid gives them <laughs> what so so I'm, I'm i'm trying to justify it in my mind right um <laughs> so this is one way to make a lightsaber there's more than one way to to eat a reese's right and so uh uh, we we also know from Rogue One that there's that planet where the kyber crystals are, right? Yeah, right. At least a planet. So this isn't the this is not the only way to obtain a kyber crystal okay. to make a lightsaber. That's what what I'm gonna say, right? So do, were, weren't these? So I got the impression that they were going to be wandering around and almost like mining for crystals or something when they first went in there. And then they got in there and it was like these carefully constructed obstacles and challenges. So either the planet is sentient and creates obstacles and challenges for them, or some Jedi master went in there ahead of time and created some obstacles and challenges based on what he knew about the Padawans. Correct. I go right? with two. Like, like he planted Easter eggs only instead of eggs, they're kyber crystals. Yeah, right. That's what it is. That's what it has to be. It was, it was too contrived. Again, either that or the planet is freaking sentient. Well, okay. Now, maybe not the planet. Maybe it's just, the you know, the midichlorians. Through the planet. So, right. The midichlorians. <laughs> I tried to just stop thinking about it. Um, <laughs> Because it was really bad. It was uh, so stupid. And so like stupid. The, the one freaking out because there's too many kyber crystals. I was like, just just pick one up. Yeah. <laughs> like, nobody's going to know. Just pick one. Like, <laughs> In fact, and get five that and share with your freaking too? friends. <laughs> right. Grab get a, a handful. Few. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> They're worth a lot of money. You can sell them, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, we could yeah, I, we could solve the whole trade federation thing. I mean, we've got a a kyber crystal mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you're right about one thing, John. This is not the only way to create a lightsaber because, and I have not done it yet. You can create your own lightsaber at Disney World, and that is canon. That is right. canon. Disney and Disney's they don't put you in a ice cave. Galaxy's Edge is canon. They do not. I don't know that it, much it, about okay. it. I've seen like like a little bit about it and it's like a room it's just a room well yeah i don't really know i've seen it and they don't put you in an ice cave but they do put you six feet apart <laughs> and make you wear masks <laughs> so that's part of the challenge right. yeah coronavirus <laughs> is canon in the star wars universe right. okay <laughs> is what we're saying um well, i don't know they, they probably actually have some kind of a clever explanation for why they do that um that they've built into the storyline um Maybe they don't, but Disney usually does pretty good about that stuff. But that is one thing. That would be that would be so fun to do. Um, do you do you know it costs like two hundred dollars to go through that it's, experience it's and get a lightsaber? It's a lot of money, but I want us to do it. <laughs> yeah. So if I ever get to go, I've yeah. already decided I'm definitely doing that. Build a, okay. When you do yeah. it, I'm doing it with you. Absolutely. Okay. All right, Drew, are you in? Well, yeah. Don't leave me out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you, you're the one who's going to have to explain to Amy why you spent $200 on a piece of metal and with a plastic, piece of plastic stuck no, in it. I'll just have to explain Kyber to Amy crystal. why we're eating really cheap that month since I'm in charge of the grocery budget. 
<laughs> I don't uh, know, honey. Like, okay, good. I'm, I'm glad you rice again. Glad. Everybody that does it is like, oh, it's worth it. I'm going to go do it. Well, they don't say they're going to do it again. But there are some people on these Disney forums that have done it like multiple times. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they get their money from. But, um, uh, but, uh, but I know where it goes. <laughs> uh, what did you guys think about Hondo this arc? So before before we go to Hondo, okay, sure, I, sure. I have to I have to gripe a little more before I can focus on the good. <laughs> okay. um, what? How long have these kids been training to be Jedi's? Because I would have kicked just about every one of them out from their attitude, <laughs> the fear, the aggression, uh, the like, all of it was just they're all like. So many attributes uh, lending themselves to the dark side happening in this arc with these little kids. Yeah, um, it's true. Pretty, and how far along pretty sure Yoda knew about it. Right. Um, and, and, you know, you could tell Yoda knew what was going on. Uh, and maybe they're just that desperate for younglings right now. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, it was, uh, I was like, this is bad. Like for a Jedi all these attributes are not good and they're controlling these little kids, uh, their, their fears and such. Um, like the, the monster that wasn't really a monster. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. It, the whole thing, uh, I, all I could think of was these are like Siths and training. And I just give them a little time. One might become one. I don't know. Actually. Yeah. So apparently, this was a, I read on the Wikipedia page, this was a um, product of some ideas that they had for a spinoff series called The Young Padawans or something to that effect. Mm. Thank goodness. Nothing ever came of that. Yeah, <laughs> Hang on, guys. Luke's in here. Hey, Luke, will you go into mom's room? Go into mom's room. All right. See what comes of that. (laughs) It's one of those nights, guys. (laughs) uh, John, I'm with you on like one other thing, too, before we move on to Hondo. Do you remember that episode? I think it was probably season one or maybe two when it was um, unduly the uh, the Jedi Master and her Padawan Barris. It was Barris and Ahsoka were together. And, you know, they were sent to the, in Genosis. It was in Genosis. And they went and, you know. Um, yeah. Everyone Got basically trapped in the cave and all. Trapped in the cave. Everyone was giving up hope except for Anakin, blah, blah. And I, I remember that episode while watching this. And I was thinking to myself, wait, what's the difference here? Because Yoda's like, you must have faith and trust that they're okay. Um, and yet in that situation, they're basically like, well, they're dead. Let's just move on. And I was like, this is a totally different message. So I was just like, that that's kind of contradictory. I don't understand how you do that, but that's true. Yeah. The the one kid that actually like moved on was like the bad guy. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Uh, I'm losing some respect for, for the Jedi order and all a little bit with Clone Wars. <laughs> yeah there's there's some problems there's definitely some problems and, yeah. and i remember there was uh do you guys remember the episode with grievous in his in his like temple mm-hmm. remember when yeah. dooku like sick the jedi on him to test grievous or whatever and 
Yeah. And there was that young guy, um, that younger Jedi. He was like a, he wasn't even a Padawan. He was like a Jedi master, but oh, he was yeah. like not in control, <laughs> just very uh, reckless and irresponsible and whatever. So I don't know, you know, maybe the Jedi way is more of a aspiration than um, an expectation. <laughs> it's kind of both, you know, I don't know. So Hondo, what about him? What'd you think? What'd you think about Hondo this arc? I, I mean, y'all already know I like Hondo. Um, so I, I'm not going to say anything new. I'll let I'll let y'all talk about it first before I go. Okay. I liked him. I liked his his role this time. I think for the most part, um, brought back a little bit of the. I see. I thought they were kind of trying to soften him up, and I still think they sort of are. But um, you know, he's willing to capture Ahsoka and sell her off. And he made one comment that was really kind of disturbing. Did y'all catch it? He said something like, I know someone who will pay handsomely for a Jedi, mm-hmm. especially a female Jedi. I'm like, well, what's that about? I don't know if I'm comfortable yeah. with this. <laughs> I don't know what you mean by that, Hondo. Species um, trafficking. like, Yeah, I'm, I'm just not sure what was going on there. Um, maybe a little uncomfortable, but uh hondo's evil hondo's just evil he's not he's not neutral he's evil <laughs> really? he's in it for the money yep. yeah he's, he's totally in it for the money oh yeah but that's evil but so was so was han solo at one point right yeah man but han solo when push comes to shove han solo doesn't kidnap people and sell them off right he runs he runs drugs maybe which is also bad, but <laughs> not as spice. Bad. Not run as spice, bad. right? But not as bad as trafficking humans <laughs> and kidnapping, right? And whatever you know, um, in it for the kyber crystals. Now, how about this lightsaber creation? They are get once they get their crystals, they get their parts from the droid, and then they just have to kind of think about how to put it together, and it's supposed to come to them, and they put it together. The, the, yeah, the, well, there's right. a diagram. Oh, really? Yeah, because uh, at one point they were the, like, "You just just feel it, and it'll come together." So. Right, but the droid fussed on him for not looking at the diagram or something. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, is that when you got the crystal like reverse the polarity or something? Something, and it was yeah. going to blow up. And, yeah, yeah. I thought uh, my head cannon for that actually made more sense to me than the. <laughs> they didn't say anything about this. They didn't say it wasn't this, but no. I don't think this is implied at all, but it's kind of like what, why, if lightsabers are really this easy to make, why why aren't there just a bunch of lightsabers from non-Jedi, right? Like, why is it only Jedi pretty much you get lightsabers? And, and I, I kind of came to this, maybe there's something in the construction of each lightsaber that um, you have to maybe make sure that the Kyber crystal is not touching anything where it's sort of suspended until like the whole build is finalized and there's no way to suspend it without anything touching it unless you have the force. That was my head cannon. I'm sure it's not true, but, but that's how Maybe. I, that's how I justified it. Like they're having to float it. They're having to do it all. They need to get it all put together, but you have to use the force for it because maybe the Kyber crystal can't actually be handled by anything during this point in the, construction process for this weapon so yeah so let me I say i think that could be the case good 
I'll, I'll just guys. So I like your explanation, and yours is far more. Uh, it's it's better than mine, but mine mine's much more simplistic. And my thought is, okay, ultimately, what is a lightsaber other than just a a glorified sword? And if you don't have the the force, agility, and skill to use it, right? Then I mean, you're better off using a blaster. So maybe that's why there's yeah, not that, sure. I mean, many out there. And that's always been my thought was like, if you're not a Jedi and can't like almost matrix these blaster beams that are coming at right. you yeah, back sure. at people, then it's kind of uh, pointless because you're just going to get shot. Yeah, I mean that makes sense. That makes sense. Um and um and it's also extremely dangerous, right? There's like one little slip and you now are dead or limbless, right? Yeah. And I've always thought about that. Like how cool it'd be to have a lightsaber even as a kid, but then I was like, no, it wouldn't. No. Because like die. <laughs> when I'm when I'm pretending to do a lightsaber with <laughs> yeah, like a stick, exactly. I whack myself and I'm like, Well, <laughs> would have been dead. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. right it's like can you imagine somebody fighting in nowadays with a sword that was like electrified to deathly voltage like that could be an awesome weapon but yeah actually, i'd watch no, that <laughs> because then you would die because <laughs> at some point you'd mess up and bump it and you'd be dead you know i guess that's it um yeah anyway yeah, i was just kind of disappointed by the whole lightsaber construction end of things um so so i go got ahead. something yeah. We could have killed Grievous. Obi-Wan Kenobi could have killed Grievous if he didn't leave that message. Yes. Warning oh, him. I know. I know. What was that about? Guess what? The ship's about to blow up. <laughs> Idiot. <laughs> Grievous oh. barely makes it out in time. <sighs> Had they just jettisoned the escape pods and just turn around and watch Grievous blow up, they could have saved some lives. They could have taken out Grievous. Maybe that's not the Jedi way, John. Uh, I don't know. Pretty <laughs> it's sure the Jedi way. They, the Jedi they definitely way. kill people. So yeah. It's not yeah. the gentleman way. I have to give him fair warning. Right. It's like it wasn't scored enough. You know, I can't let him die that way. If you're hearing this, you have exactly 30 seconds to evacuate. I mean, that's a... You don't do that. That, unless it's a video game, and then you definitely do that right. every time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So you know what yeah. I thought about while watching tough. this too? Um, where's Anakin? During the last arc, we saw bits and pieces of him, not much. This one, we saw none of him at all. I mean, we saw Obi Wan, but not Anakin. And so I just got to thinking, what's actually going on with him? I'm really kind of mm. curious now. Um, yeah. Do you know who else saw bits and pieces of Anakin? Whoever cleaned him up at the end of episode three. <laughs> uh, Padme probably knows where he's been during this arc. Probably. Uh, and so, I don't know. And so does Palpatine. Palpatine knows, mm. but we just don't. Yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll find out in the next arc. Who knows? I don't know. I don't have that much else to say. Negative feelings, overall negative feelings are pretty clear. Actually, after I watched it, I think I had a higher rating than what I'm going to get end up giving it, especially following our discussion. It's like, as I talk about it and try to remember it, there's just some dumb, there's some dumb stuff in this episode. 
I do remember not being bored. So that's something enjoying watching it. So that's something, you know, but yeah. So I like slave one. Oh yeah. We didn't even touch on that. Did we? Uh, that was super cool. cool. Yep. So Hondo had it in his garage, his secret garage. Right. And, uh, helped them all escape. And it's a cool ship. And yeah, uh, absolutely. You know, everybody likes, uh, everybody likes the fet. So seeing that, cause at this point I'm guessing, uh, I guess he's locked up somewhere, Boba, or yeah, he was in prison in that one episode. Um, he's in the. I box. think that's the last. He got delivered. Somewhere. He got delivered to that that guy in a box. Was wait was that the last time or was it was he in prison last time? Because remember there was that one episode he was in prison with Bosk, and then there was yeah, the one was where after. he got. Was that after? I don't remember. I thought it was. I don't know. He's preoccupied. It's not that important. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool because uh, last time we saw Slave One, didn't Ventress crash it? Ah, you know, you're right. Yeah, we saw it kind of go yeah, off in the distance. And, yeah, and so after there that, there was a huge somehow, explosion in the distance, and it was like, oh, okay. Yeah, and we're like, oh, it's gone. It's gonna but happen. Now we. Well, have I mean, it. obviously, it comes back, but uh, here and restored. So. Right. And and I'll we tell you, story I, I did like, restored, but we have we have evidence that it has been. So I did like Ahsoka uh, fighting Grievous. I thought that yeah, was cool. That was, good. Uh, that was a, a neat battle. And it's almost like, mm-hmm. you know, she was she was ready to die fighting Grievous to make sure these kids got away. Sure. Um, yeah. And so I, I did like that. I, I liked parts of the first episode. I'll tell you, I, I, there wasn't a whole lot that I cared about. Yeah. Um, but as this went, uh, other than the circus and the, the failed opportunity to kill Grievous, there right. were some neat things in it. Yeah. Lightsaber construction. Crazy I thought frog. it was kind of a downer. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. A lot of negative. A lot of negative. <laughs> All right, John, give us your rating. Unless, is there anything else either one of y'all has, has to say about it? Mm-hmm. Not for me. Drew, did we miss anything from your notes? Okay. Three. Oh, okay. Lower than I thought. Wow. Yeah. That's bad. <laughs> it's pretty bad. Uh, it, it really <laughs> ruined, like you said, uh, the ideas I had about lightsaber building. Yeah. It didn't add to it for me. It kind of took away. Right. From it, it definitely took away. It definitely took away. Some things are better left unshown, I guess. That's right. You can't do it. You can't do it well. Just don't do it. You know. Um, so I'm going to say this was another example of um, uh, corporate coming in and saying, "Hey, I, I want to do this young Padawan series. Let's test it out on the Clone Wars. You know, and see how people like it. We didn't like it, so maybe that's why we didn't get series. Um, you know, before we were before we recorded." Really, after I finished watching it, I was probably around a six. And the more I've thought about it, it's been a little while since I've watched it. I think I think I'm a five. I think I'll give it a five because I was I I didn't hate watching it, um, but I I wish that it wasn't a part of <laughs> Star Wars canon. So it can't be higher than five. Five is about the highest bad rating that I can give anything. One to five is I I generally didn't like it. Six to ten is that I generally liked it. So um, so that's five. I'm going to go four. Um, I actively do not want to see it again. Okay. Yeah. But it is that high, uh, that high. Um, because 
truthfully, I thought the circus act was kind of funny. I, okay. <laughs> I, I know right. it was that's so, a take. It was so <laughs> stupid. I I understand that. Like you know, they throw him up, one of the Jedi, and he's like wobbling at the top with the like the flowers. He's holding the flowers, and I'm yeah, like, this yeah. is so stupid. It's actually funny. Like okay, how bad they're trying to make this. I don't know whether it's intentional or not. But and again, the Grievous Ahsoka fight, I thought that was really um, just getting to see her actually go one on one. So I, I wouldn't want to watch it again, but it, it's it's not the worst we've ever seen. No, definitely not the worst we've seen. <laughs> Well, that's disappointing, but oh well. Uh, what's for next week? Do you, did you get that together too, Walter? Yeah, next week have we have a D Squad, and that will be 510 through 513. Uh, 510 is Secret Weapons. 511 is A Sunny Day in the Void. 512 is Missing in Action. And 513 is Point of No Return. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. D squad. That sounds like clones to me. Mm-hmm. Ready to get back into some clone plots. Um, that's definitely what I want to see more of. Um, we know there's eventually a whole star Wars spinoff series. That's going to be centered on clones. Now it's been announced. So I'm pretty pumped about that too. The bad batch is what it's called. What's going to be called, I guess um, that's been announced, um, but has not been released as of the recording of this podcast. So um you know, the clones must be a, a pretty exciting development eventually in this series. And I think I think maybe we'll get to get to some of that in this episode. So I'm excited. Now wait a minute. Is D Squad is that the squad that we were following? Previously? I don't think it's Domino Squad. I don't think they're the same. There's only one person left in Domino Squad, right? Right. Everybody else died. Oh, must be something different. All right. We'll find out. We'll find out. If you want to email us, uh, as has been mentioned, you can send an email to Star Wars Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you'll probably get right on the show because, because uh, you know, emails excite me. And we've gotten like two and three, maybe. Uh, three. Three, yeah. And they're for all from people I know. <laughs> if I don't know you in real life and you send me an email, oh, no, 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 four, because we did actually get one of those. You remember? wonder if that guy's still listening if you're still out there uh lego man i forget his name he's yeah. a lego youtube channel <laughs> send us another email let you let us know that you're still there and that you still care <laughs> uh thanks for listening